0: or even through all the content available on our YouTube page. Hey, our prayer is that God uses this message to change your life and that you could become a dynamic disciple of Jesus. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this message. Hey, uh, let me kind of tell you about the season that we're in. Um, We're in a a season of 21 days of prayer. And what we're working towards is we're asking God to provide supernaturally for us to renovate this space. And by that supernatural, that means that the people of God say yes to whatever he tells us to do. (laughs) And so um, I think it's pretty amazing just that we're here. As you know, um, in 2021, we just had a dream. Okay, God, church has been around now uh, for uh, enough years to take root. Now we need a, a space. And so... Uh, we came to you in 2021 and said, hey, let's pray and all uh, sacrificially give uh, and believe God for a building. And here we are. And so uh, let's thank God for that one more time. Can we do that? I know we keep doing it, but... um, We're all kind of in different places in terms of how we see that. For me, because, uh, because I, this is what I do, I, I have so many church planting friends across the country that I know how amazing it is that we were able to acquire this space. And I think many of you, actually many people uh, that have lived in Kansas City for a long time have told me that like, this is so amazing and surprising. And so um, it, it, depending on how much you're into real estate or how much you're into church or how, where you live, kinda everybody has a different opinion, but it really is pretty amazing that we're able to get this 85,000 square feet. Um, right here at 135th and Quivira. Everybody say Quivira. We got to practice. Quivira. It's the, we, because we're going to be praying over 135th and Quivira for the rest of my life. And so I got to learn how to spell Quivira. I got I, I to figure out what that means. But anyway, uh, this is our home, everybody. So uh, I'm just so grateful. If it feels like I'm excited, it's because I am. And so uh, I just think God is providing. So we're in these 21 days of prayer, and uh, we're going to be, uh, we're all asking God, what what are you inviting me to do in order to uh, take up our, our, basically our first fruits offering um, that's coming up on December 17th. And so then on the 17th, we'll not only give, but we'll also pledge and we'll go on a 24-month journey uh, and just give. And it's gonna take all of us giving our yes in order for us to be able to, uh, in order for us to turn this place into home. So Renata made the joke, it's kind of like, you know you, you, you bought the house, it's not quite ready to live in and it takes a little while to get it ready before you move in. And so that's basically the season that we're in. Uh, so I want you to be aware of that, okay? All right, you ready to study the Bible? Are you okay? Are you with me? All right, good. All right. It kind of echoes in here. Uh, so let's just, let's just kind of practice. So for me, this is the first time we've ever been in this building. I'm learning. I, I plan probably to be uh, doing church right here for the rest of my life. And so I kind of want to just learn the building. Let's just practice a few things. Let's just pretend that this is, um, for just a moment, this is a youth conference. And you're, you're, you're in the eighth grade. Just picture yourself eighth grade right now and let's just let's just cheer and clap like it's eighth grade youth conference. Ready? Go? Okay. All right. Okay. Now let's just go old school church, all right? Let's just go old school. Let's just sing amazing grace at the top of our lungs. Amazing. Louder. All right, we could do that. Let's give it, that's a good one. That's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. All right, that was good. All right, I like it. All right. Okay, I think we got it. I think we can do church here, everybody. I think it's gonna work. Hey, Matthew chapter 16, we're in a series called Building Radiant. And um, I, wanna, I wanna come after this idea. Uh, first message in this building, I wanna just talk about that idea, build your church. And so we're in a, in a series uh, called Building Radiant. And I wanna, I wanna push pause on the Nehemiah uh, idea for just a, one for just this day while we're in this building we'll go back to Nehemiah week three and Nehemiah next week but Matthew chapter 16 I just want to I just want us to take this moment we're going to end with a prayer moment so I wanted to just dive into this verse famous verse and then we'll pray together it says this when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi he asked his disciples who do people say that the son of man is and they replied some say John the Baptist others say Elijah and so others Jeremiah one of the prophets but what about you he asked <clears throat> who do you say that I am Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you you, that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades or the gates of hell will not overcome it. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you and we are so grateful to be your church here and now. In our generation, South Kansas City, Overland Park. And Father, we ask that all that you have for this church would come to fruition. Father, all that you've called us to be, all that you've called us to do. Father, we ask, Lord, that no scheme of the enemy would keep us from stepping into the fullness of what you have for us. And Father, I pray for every man and every woman, every family. I pray for every teenager, every child in this room. Every young adult, every single person, every person over 80, every person under 10, every one of us, oh God, we pray, Lord, have your way. We pray that we would be your church. We pray that we would look like, talk like, be like Christ. We ask Lord Jesus that that Jesus, the light of the world would shine and be radiant through us. We honor you and we love you. Everybody said, amen. I want to talk about the joy in building together. The joy in building together. When my kids were uh, little, we, in Colorado, we used to build snowmen. And so we would go out and we would build snowmen. And, and the snowmen, it, it wasn't that the snowmen looked so good or that the, finishing it, the product, was that great. It was the joy of being together and building together. So we took the picture, the six of us with six snowmen, but the joy was in building together. recently, my son Dawson, he just bought a, a bed online for 15 dollars, big spender. and my boys and I we, we went into his room and we just redid his whole room, put furniture together. and the joy isn't necessarily in, in necessarily the furniture, although it's nice to have it up. It, the, the, the fun experience is the joy of doing it together. You get the idea that. When, when your kids are little and you go to the beach and you build sandcastles, you know they're not gonna last necessarily very long, but it's, there's some joy in, in, in the experience in doing it together. Well, Jesus is establishing his church and his church Jesus, that Jesus is building has promise, The church that Jesus is building, he's been building for a couple thousand years. It's gonna be around for a long time. Actually, when you read Revelation, it's God at work. Jesus' church is gonna have victory on it. And I want to invite you into the joy of joining Jesus and building his church. Because there's joy not just with him in you, let's build together. There's actually joy in us to build with him. So Jesus is doing a good work, Jesus is at work right now. What's Jesus doing? Jesus is building. And so imagine the joy of instead of just building wealth or instead of just building a hobby or instead of just building uh, whatever it is that it's easy for us to spend our time building, if we decided to participate in the joy of saying, Jesus, what are you doing on planet Earth? You're building your church. What does my role in what you're building look like? I want to join in to do what you're doing, build what you're building, be a part of what you're doing. And so I'm, I'm just a small part. I'm not a big part necessarily, but I play a role and there's joy in playing the role that God's called you to. And so you can look at Jesus. And over the last couple thousand years, he's been building his church in languages all across the world. He's been building his church. In cities across the United States, he is currently building his church. So it is in Kansas City. It is all across the United States. It's all across the world. God wants to do something amazing in every city. So when we say this, it's not just about us. It's about Jesus at work globally. It's about Jesus' work in our nation. Jesus wants to do amazing things in Cincinnati and Miami. I personally believe he doesn't wanna do anything in any AFC West rival city, but the others no, I'm just kidding, all right. Are you with me? No? All right. Maybe the one funny. Okay. We still got to pray for LA. You still got to pray for Denver. But anyway, uh, Jesus at work in cities across the United States, Jesus building his church. And so, what we want to do is we want to come before God and say, Jesus, what do you want to do in me? What do you want to do through me? So, Jesus' church, he's not dwelling right now as in a tabernacle in the wilderness or a temple in Jerusalem. He dwells in us. We are his church. We're your church. That's what it's saying. He takes up residency in me. He's at work in us. So it's the people of God gathering together, and we're his church. And so, yeah, right now we're in a season where we're gonna believe God to renovate this space, but God can be at work in his church even, no matter where we're at. I've been in a, I've been, I, I have spoken at a church in Zimbabwe that had no walls. So it was hot you're dripping in sweat, there's just a roof, and the presence of God is in the place. It's amazing. I, 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 it, it, I, I've been in a place in, in the Philippines where, so when I was 21, there was a translator, and I was, just, I was just starting to be a preacher, and I thought I had a lot of great things to say. It turns out that my message would have been 45 minutes, but with a translator, it was 90 minutes, everybody. And so those people, they did not think the presence of the Lord was there that day. I mean, you know what I mean? It was a long day. But upper room uh, in the Philippines, I mean, uh, upstairs, and it's, it's Jesus building his church. Renata and I went to China, and we went to uh, a church where uh, you took your shoes off as you walked in. We couldn't sing the words audibly so um, that we wouldn't be heard. So we lip synced worship songs, just mouthed worship songs. And then the message was just sitting in a circle with someone whispering presence of God. So, when we talk about this, we're not, we're not uh, we want to know, we, we want to, we know that Jesus building is building his global church. Jesus is at work right now. He's at work in us and he's at work all over the world and he's at work in our church. So, as the presence of God, when we gathered in prayer meetings and homes, presence of God, God at work in us. We're his church. When we're at Overland Trail Middle School, we're his church in the middle of a pandemic where we're just believing God, and we're praying, and we're asking God, be at work. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And at Fiorella's Event Center, and here, it's Jesus' church. It's that the church is marching on. It's God at work. And I want to encourage us, right now, we've got this little season to be his church. We've got this little season called life. And we've got a buffet of options of other things that we could do. But imagine if Jesus tapped you on the shoulder and said, come do what I'm doing. Come, You can be a part of what I'm doing. I was reading the Kansas City Star uh, this week where it said that right now, it looks like 2023, will have more homicides in can- this year than any other year in history. Our city needs us to faithfully do the work of declaring the good news of the gospel to our city right here and right now. We declare it with our words, and we declare the gospel with our lives. So when Peter jumps back at Jesus and says, you're the Christ, you're the son of the living God. And then Jesus says, "Bless are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter on this rock. I'll build my church. Jesus is saying, you proclaimed it. You said it. And now. On this rock, I mean, the proclamation of who Jesus is, this is our privilege to do to our city right here, right now. Our city needs us to do it. Honestly, our nation needs it. The, the young people of our nation need you and I to be the church so that we can be all that God's called us to be. This a part of town, this entire city, when I look at what's going on with Gen Z and I look at the anxiety that goes on in, in Next Gen, it, it's a part of our calling, everybody, to help young people come to know Christ. It's a part of our calling to, for, the, for teenagers in Kansas City. And I think, I, I've got dreams over the next 20 years that it's far broader than just that. I think that we're called to, to mobilize teenagers by the thousands to declare. Because let me tell you this, I, I don't believe that another widget, another screen, another, another app is gonna change a generation. I, I, don't, I don't really believe that the government can pass another law, some kind of legislation that will make a difference in Gen Z. I really don't necessarily think that the education system is going to make some decision that's going to fully bring transformation, but I do believe that the gospel brings transformation. And I do believe that God's called us to be a church. That, all, that there, I, 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 thousands of kids will be changed in this room. I do believe that in this room, that over the weeks and years and decades to come, that thousands of people We'll find the good news of Jesus. And it's us being what Jesus has called us to be. It's real simple. Jesus, you are who you say you are. You're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. We declare it. And he says, all right, now I'm going to use you. I'll use weak, broken you. When we were starting Radiant, Renata and I posted uh, on Facebook, 2016, New Church, Kansas City, and... um, One of my dad's buddies uh, posted a comment on there that said he'd been a pastor in Kansas City and he said, it's your turn to point Kansas City to the king. And I don't know why that meant so much to me, but here's what I know. I know that uh, the generations before us have been pointing Kansas City to the king. I know that churches all across the South, all across up in the Northland, all over on the east side, all over on the west side, been proclaiming Jesus. And so it's not, that it, it's not that our generation is that special. It's not that this church is that special. It's just our turn. It's our turn to be faithful. It's, it's the baton being handed. And we've got this little window of time. Our life is but a breath, Psalm 39 We've got just Psalm 70. Someone's got 70, 80 years on planet Earth. We got this little window of time for us. Take the baton. It's our turn. And I'm just inviting you to ask God, God, what does it look like for me to say yes to you in this season? What does it look like for me to say yes to care that people on this very floor go from death to life? That people say, yes, I have decided to follow Jesus. Me, what is my role to be a light at the university, to be a light at the high school, to be a light at the auto shop, at the mall, in the business complex where I work? What is, what is my role? to disciple people in my home? What is, what's my role to be a part of a prayer movement where we cry out to God and that the foundations of this church is built on prayer. What's my role to make disciples of people? What's my role to give sacrificially? I, I don't know that I, 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 can, I can stand and be a greeter because I'm not an extrovert, but I know, I know, I know how to work a portfolio and give. I, 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 I don't know. I, I wanna invite you to, you go before God and you say, God, what does it look like for me to join with you in what you're doing. What are you doing? You're building. What is Jesus doing? He's building. Is he, is he, is he, is he up there looking at us eye rolling? No. Is, he, is, is, is Jesus sleeping? No. Matthew 16. He's a builder. He's building his church. What's he doing? Present tense 2023. He's building. He's building his church. He hasn't stopped building his church. He's building us. And we get to be those that say, I wanna be in alignment and agreement with you. I wanna do what you're doing. It's, it's, it's my turn. So you might be sitting here and you might be a fourth grader. It's your turn. Oh, but I don't know. I'm only in the fourth grade. Oh, no. The Holy Spirit is in, as big in you as your mom and your dad. So it's your turn. What do you wanna do in me? How do you wanna use me, God? You might be 55. You might be 85. You might live close to here. You might live far from here. It's your turn. So when we come before the Lord, we come before him and we want to be builders with the master builder, Jesus. And we build with a promise from Jesus. I will build my church, which is really encouraging. I was talking to a pastor this week that's in his 70s. Uh, not dad, I know you all think I'm always talking about dad. But uh, in his 70s, pastored in Kansas City for decades. And uh, so Renaud and I ran into him at a, at a restaurant And we were talking about his years uh, and and we were talking about the 90s and he was talking about what God was doing in the 90s. And, and, And he just said, you know, it's really great just to know that God's in control. It's really good to know that God is at work. And here's what he was saying. You know what, David? It's so fun to hear what God's doing through Radiant Church. And you know what? This doesn't depend on you. This all depends on God. God is at work. So you just be faithful. And here's what Jesus says, I will build my church. So he uses us, he's at work through us, but Jesus is the driver. Jesus is the builder. Jesus, Jesus has the power, it's Jesus. So we get to just say, I trust in you, God, you're doing it. So we want to get all of the spiritual gifts mobilized. We want to operate in the zenith of our opportunity and all that we can do with what we have. But ultimately we say, Jesus, That Zechariah text, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's you. It's God at work. And we are dependent on you. And Jesus, you made a promise. You said that you would build your church. So we're dependent on that. We build with a promise from Jesus. Hold on to it. Hold on to this promise. It's you building your church. And we get to build in partnership with Jesus. I mean, this is a real privilege. I just imagine... Jesus looking at Peter, I tell you, you are, let me tell you who you are. You declaimed my identity, let me declare to you your identity. And Peter, I'm gonna use even you. And this is encouraging for all of us because all of us would know the church has good days and bad days and the church And you have good days and bad days. And Peter had good days and bad days. Peter had days where he was walking on water and moments later where he was sinking. Moments where he was looking at Jesus saying, you're the Christ and Jesus going, way to go, Peter. And then coming up, Jesus looks at him and calls him, Satan, get behind me. I mean, he's got moments where he's saying, I'll go unto prison and unto death. And moments later where he says, I tell you, I don't know him. Up and down, up and down. And that's us too. I've had days where I thought, what's up? Rocking and rolling, Jesus, here I am, your servant. Let's go, I got skills, baby. And I've had moments in ashes going, oh God, how could you use me? Ah, we go through moments where where we feel victory. We go through moments of such pain, and weakness. It's Jesus that's building. And Jesus made a promise that he would build it. And he partners with weak, broken people like you and me. And we say yes. Use me, God. And it's my prayer that God would use every gift in this house. So it's my job. My job is not to be up here and entertain you. You know what my job is? My job is to mobilize every spiritual gift in this house to operate at the fullness of what God would have for us to be in this city and in this nation, in this world. So it's it's, it's my job to help you know, okay, I've got a gift. And David plays his part. David does his thing on Sundays. Jacob does his thing on Sundays. Katie's over here on, Nathan's up here telling you about Overland Park, laws and rules. We all do our part. What's your part? Romans 12 says this. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all of the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is lattes, then make lattes. No, if it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So it's not just the pastors. It's not just the trustees. It's not just the overseers. It's not just the small group leaders. It's not just the dream team leaders. Every single one of us have a gift. Every single one of us operating the way that we will accomplish what God has for this church to to do is not that we get the paint right, but we're going to work on getting the paint right. It's not that this room looks right, although we're going to do the best we can. It's not, it's, it's not that we have talent on the stage. It's that we give Jesus our yes. Jesus, here I am. I'm your servant. I'm your disciple. I, I know you and all that I have is yours. So these gifts that you've given me, they're not for just for myself and my strength. I want to be a part of what you're doing. What are you doing? Oh, you're a builder. You're building your church. Okay, here's my yes. And you get my Monday nights and my Tuesday nights. You get my Wednesday nights. God, you get my Thursday mornings. All my time is yours. Every dollar that I have is yours. Everything you've given me this, you've given me this, this ability. You've given me this talent, every it's, it's all yours. I think it's easy for us to have the appearance of building and only, you know, if you're, if, if Jesus tapped you on the shoulder and you're actually all in, or if you're a pretender, I know that sounds mean. Ooh, David, you're turning mean for a minute. Listen, uh, when I was in the seventh grade, we did a missions project, um, where we went down, took, uh, 15 passenger vans down to Fort Worth, Texas. And, uh, our, our, we were, we were working on houses in the inner city. And, um, so I was with a group of guys and we all had hammers and tools and I was on the roof and, um, and I, I was feeling really good about life because fe- it felt really masculine, you know, to be like 13 on a roof in, in Dallas or Fort Worth. And tell the youth pastor, he came to me and he said, hey, David, I want you to come with me. And I was like, oh, I probably won an award. You know, like that's how I thought of myself. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. So and. He took me in the car and he took me to a uh, different work site. And he said, I just want you to clean up over here with this group of people. And it was a different, it was a different part of the youth group. And I was like, no, 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 no. I I don't want to take garbage bags and, and, and move branches. I want to be on the roof with the, with the high school guys. And he looks at me, he goes, you got a hammer in your hand, David, but you're not building. You're not working. You're just up there talking to the high school guys. And I was like, ah, and he was like, I want you to just clean up for a little while. And if you can clean up here a little bit, I'll let you go back to going on the roof again. Here's what I did. I had the appearance of building, but I was not a builder. I was a socialite, right? I want to, I would just want you to go before the Lord and say, God, am I building? i like, am I, am I doing, am I actually doing what you've called me to do? You're building. You've been building for a couple thousand years. You're at work. Am, am, I, am I building what you've called me to? Am I all, ha, have, I, have, I, have I activated the gifts? Have I said yes to what, the role that you want me to play? Here's the good news. We build through the power of Jesus. So it's not your power, it's his power. It's his promise. It's partnership with him. But this is really good news because this is my favorite part. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. This is like a fantastic like um, locker room speech to me. I mean, you look at, you could feel Jesus' passion in this moment. I will build my church. I'm gonna do it, Jesus says. I'll build it and the gates of hell will not be be able to overpower it or overcome it. I love the way he says it in the message. This is the rock on which I put together my church. A church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. What does Jesus have passion for? Jesus is making this declaration Hey, I'm going to build a church. Revelation 7 9 says, One day there's a great multitude that no one can count from every tongue, tribe, and nation. I'm going to win. He is victorious, He is the king. He's gonna build his church and the gates of hell will not be able to overcome it. So that means that all the sin on the planet will not win. Christ is victor. There will be a day where every tear will be wiped away. He does not lose. He is the victorious Christ. He wins. He accomplishes what he's planned. So when you say yes, I'll play my role on the team. I'll, I'll operate what you've called me to. You're jumping on a victorious church. You're jumping on with Jesus, the winner. And this does not fade. Jesus has victory. You can jump on, you read Revelation, you go, this is where this is going. This is not one of those operations that's gonna look good for a while and then fall apart. This is not Blockbuster, right? This is not Borders. (laughs) This is not Kodak. The church of Jesus Christ is not gonna fizzle. We're gonna keep growing. It's not gonna look good for a season, go away. This is Jesus. This is Jesus saying, jump all in. Rip. I love that song that the worship team sings when they sing. Rip the roof off this place. Katie, I want to add a new verse. Rip the gates off of hell today. Can we sing? That's a weird thing to sing. But (laughs) rip the gates off of hell. You know, that's what what Jesus is saying. The gates of hell will not be able. This is offensive language. This is the church on offense. This is the church going into a dark place and saying, hey, it's not okay that on our watch, the homicide rate in Kansas City is at an all-time high. It's not okay. It's not okay that our young people in mass are deconstructing their faith. It's not okay. It's not okay. No, we, Jesus has called us to be a light. Jesus has called us to voluntarily forego some of the legitimate pleasures of the United States of America in order to fast and pray and give and serve and seek and give everything we have to a lamb who is worthy, who's worth everything, and he's building his church. So it's our privilege in our day to rip the gates off of hell, to go in and say, I'm going after this. How do you do it? You just, I proclaim the gospel with my words. I say it. I talk about Jesus. I sing on Sundays about Jesus and I live it. My life demonstrates that the, the Jesus has taken up residency in me. I am his church. I am, I am a dwelling place where God is at work. Peter says it this way. We're like living stones making up the building. I I play a part. I play a role. So I want to invite you. Jesus, build in me. Just take a moment. Just go devotional for just one second. You and Jesus. We give him your yes. We just tell Jesus, Jesus, you can have my life. I give you my yes. Jesus, every spiritual gift, I will make sure that I first I know it and I will activate it. I give you my yes. Jesus, everything that I have, all my finances, it's yours. Jesus, my iPhone, it belongs to you. Every app will be under the Lordship of Christ. Every, every screen that I set my eyes upon God, the transactions that I make with my American Express card. God, I'm all in with you. Give Jesus my yes. I just want to go intercessory prayer for a moment. Will you stand with me? If this doesn't feel polished, it's because it's not. It's because these are the early days of this church, and I believe that God has sent us some warriors to run with us in these early years. I want to go intercessory prayer for a moment. Would you take a moment? And will you just, I I, I, I know this sounds strange, but I'm just going with it. I just want to invite you. Will you literally just look at, just turn and touch your chair? And would you just take a moment? Would you, I want to pray over every chair in this place. Will you pray that in the years to come, people that sit in these chairs that do not know Jesus will say yes to Christ. 10 seconds, go. Now, will you stretch out your hands to these streets? We've got 135th. We've got Kuvir over here. Jesus, we pray for every car that goes by. One day when we have a radiant sign, I pray, oh God, that people would say, what is that? I pray that they'd be drawn in. I pray that from everything that we have, people, carpet, signs, paint, everything, make this a light to a city that needs God. God, transform us first. And God, provide everything. Make this house a home, a dwelling place, the presence of God. God, I pray that people would walk into this space and hit their knees and say, surely God is among them. Now you stretch out your hands right up there. These people are going to be shocked that are in the parent room. They're holding their babies. But I want to pray for that prayer chapel up there. Father, I ask in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray, Lord, that you would build a praying church. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would use this house. I ask, Lord Jesus, I pray that the prayer meeting would be hot. I pray, Lord God, that for weeks and years and months and decades to come, the Cinderella of the church is the prayer meeting, crying out to God, let the fires of prayer burn bright in this house, O oh God. Jesus, we love you. One more. We just stretch out your hands and let's just pray. Our, our kids space is gonna be right over in that gymnasium over there one day. It's not there yet, but that's where it will be. We're praying with faith, everybody. Father, in Jesus' name, we lift up our children. We lift up these young people. And God, we ask that from the days of their youth, they would know God. I pray that they would grow in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. I pray that they would hear the good news of the gospel in their early years and walk all their teen years with God, all their young adult years with God. I pray that it would be common in this house for a child to grow up in this church and walk with Jesus all the days of their lives. Do a special work, we pray, in our kids. And we just consecrate this space. We pray, Lord God, use this building. Use these people. Use us, God, to be an authentic church in Kansas City, in our generation. We're not the, the best. It's not that we're special, but it's our turn. It's our turn to point Kansas City to Christ. Use us, God. Last one. I just want to encourage you. You might be in this room today. Just remain standing. You might be in this room today and you would say, I'm, I, I have not been building my life on Christ. I've been building my life on something other than Jesus. Anything other than Jesus, and and it's so easy to build our lives on other things. But there's only one way. There's only one truth. There's only one life. He'll save your life. He'll change you. Best decision you could ever make is to decide to follow Jesus. So if you see people in here that seem like they're living differently, it's because they are, because the power of God is on the inside because God is at work on the inside. And it's the dream of Jesus that his people would be so distinctly different that that people without Jesus would see people with Jesus and go, I want what you've got because you're living in a way that has hope. You're living in a way that's different. The pleasures of the planet don't have their grip on your affections. Your affection seems to be for what's eternal. But if you today want to make a decision, count me in. I want to follow Jesus. I don't want to live for me. I want to start a new relationship. Here's the good news for you. All you do is come before him like a weak, broken person and say, yes. And he's the one that went to a cross, died in your place for your sin. And he gives you, it's a free gift. It's a gift. Imagine rejecting a free gift that lasts for eternity. Don't do it. No, this is your opportunity to say, I I receive Christ. If that's you today, let's just go ahead and close our eyes. If that's you today, you want to receive Christ. I just want all of us to pray this prayer. But if that's you for the first time, just join with us. Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. Save me. Redeem me. Fill me with your spirit. Give me eternal life. I give you my life. Thank you for giving yours. Make me a new person. Change me. I give you everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give King Jesus a shout out today, everybody. If you prayed that prayer, we're committed to you and we want to help you go on the journey as a follower of Jesus. And we're so excited. I would encourage you fill out that connection card. Let us know you made a decision to follow Jesus. You can let us know on the website or in a moment, we're going to have a strong prayer team up here and you can tell people up here, I have decided to follow Jesus and they will pray with you and they will help you get connected. Um, we're, we're beginning, we need some of you to jump all in and, and do discipleship small groups. I'd love for some of you to jump all in and do every kind of small group in the spring to help people grow as disciples. But one of them is for new believers. We'd love for you to jump in and be a part of a small group. We'll help you go on your journey as a follower of Jesus. Let's pray over this offering. Father, we love you today. And oh, what a joy it is to be the people of God. What a fun day it is to celebrate the victorious Christ building his church through weak, broken people. But God, you will transform us into a radiant church, a holy people, a people that live different, set apart unto Christ. And God, we ask, build this church. God, I thank you that you're building a global church. God, I thank you that you're building a city church, but God, I ask that you would build a radiant church right here at 135th and Quivira. I pray that the people of God would walk with God and would gather in this space and declare for generations who Jesus is in on this very floor. I pray, Lord God, here on this first Sunday to ever be in this space, build your church. Build a church that's real, authentic. Build a church that Jesus is their first love. Build an authentic church in this place. God, we love you. We give cheerfully and gladly. In Jesus' name.